Nigeria Daily and my name is Lilian Ogazi. At this moment, Bola Ahmed Tinibu, who was declared the official flag bearer of the APC at the end of its long-awaited national convention on Wednesday, must be busy planning for the battle ahead. His main opponent is former Vice President Atiku Abubakar, put forward by the PDP as its flag bearer. But there are other contenders too who may or may not be spoilers as the race unfolds. The likes of Peter Obi of Labour Party and Rabi Musa Kwankwesu of NPP are also aiming for the presidency come 2023. What challenges do the major candidates stand to face ahead of the elections? What qualities are these flag bearers flaunting that they think will put them ahead of the others? I put these questions to some of their supporters and this is what they have to say. My name is Joy Simbala and I will be voting uh, Peter Obi come 2023 election. And my reasons are simple. The man understands the problem of today. What drives every nation is the economy. And every nation is fighting so hard to build their economy. So it's going to be all about nation building and uh, prosperity, building wealth for the future generation. Peter Obi has a stake in the banking industry. He has experience in investing and manufacturing. So we're going to see a lot of jobs if he comes to power. Nigeria is a country that has at least 60 to 70% of its population as youths. So here we have a lot of youths. It means that we have a lot of human capital. So if we have that and we don't have lights to help drive the economy, we don't have people that have the sense to bring about manufacturing, then we'll continue to consume. And that is what he said. We consume too much. We import everything. It's completely out of place. We have a lot inside here. So he's going to be the president that will be looking inward to see what do we have? What can we harness? What can we package and export? So it's going to be all about industrialization, productivity, economic boom through manufacturing and exports. So it's all going to also be about, he's a man that is interested in education. So it's going to be about education, building our health system, uh, bringing security and prosperity for all. So I believe poverty is the reason why we have a lot of issues and uprisings. People are feeling marginalized. It is because there is not enough to go around. So with people like Peter Obi, I believe that uh, we're going to build the wealth of the nation. When people are not hungry, they live peaceful because they say a hungry man is an angry man. So his experience in investing and manufacturing is going to bring us wealth. So who else will stop borrowing, start looking inward, producing and exporting? And therefore, we're going to have economic boom and also create wealth for our future generation. My name is Muhammad Bashir Salisu from Kano State. Uh, I think Konkosa is the best candidate for the upcoming presidential election due to so many reasons, so many factors. Uh, first of all, look at the age of the people that are contesting for the position. Uh, the APC candidate, Bola Ahmatinubu, who is obviously winning the race for the primaries, is getting old and is already sick. He is, in my opinion, incapacitated, and I don't think uh, Nigerians will allow somebody that is not uh, fit to lead this country again. We have seen what happened in the past, and we have suffered, and we've learned our lesson. Atiku Abubakar is 75 years old, and he is also tired. He has held so many positions. Uh, he was an elected governor before he, was, uh, he moved to uh, uh, vice president in 1999. 
But Atiku Abakar, as a businessman who is very rich, has not done anything that people of Nigeria can be proud to say, this is our son, and this is what he has done. Konkoso, on the other hand, has been a governor of uh, Kano State for two times. And before he becomes the governor, Kano State remains one of the educationally disadvantaged states in Nigeria. But as I speak to you right now, Kano is one of the best in terms of education due to what Concourse did in Kano State. There are so many graduates, postgraduates, and doctors in Kano State now that has been produced by the Concoursia ideology. They call it Concoursia because it is true uh, that uh, Concoursia, that whatever Concoursia did, why well, he has done it. Uh, aside from education, Concoursia was a minister of defense and he was also a governor of Darfur. So he has so many track records, he has so many uh, qualities, he has so many experiences, and he's a bit younger compared to the two I mentioned. So uh, uh, although we have uh, Peter Obi from uh, the east, I mean from the uh, southeast, but Peter Obi is not as nationalist as Konkosu, and uh, if you look at it, you see that he is the only one coming from the minority region and uh, uh, most Nigerian based, uh, vote based on sentiment. And that is why I think Konkosu uh, will age and will be the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria come 2023. Uh, good afternoon. My name is Montaka Abdulhadi Debo from Zaria. Uh, I think Bola Ahmad Tenebo's friends are a good leadership mindset. He is a true nationalist that has impacted the lives of Nigerians and has a wider structure compared to other contestants. And he is accepted all over the country as evident in the just concluded primary elections where he scored 1,271 votes to beat his fellow contestant, including the Vice President of Nigeria Professor Yemi Oshumbajo. And another thing to note is that Tinubu has transformed Lagos State beyond expectation when he was the governor of the state between 1999 to 2007 and he has improved the economy of the state as well and uh, even his ardent critics cannot deny the fact that he has built and groomed more leaders across the country that's across nigeria entirely than anyone else we know irrespective of your political zone whether you are from the south or you are from the north tinubu has groomed so many nigerians and uh, we therefore need him to replicate this type of leadership as the president of, of Nigeria come 2023. Uh, first of all, I would like to start by congratulating His Excellency, the flag bearer of our dear party, Alhaji Atiku Abubakar. Uh, everyone knows that we are there in need of someone to salvage our country, Nigeria. And I believe His Excellency Atiku Abubakar is the very person, the very person that can turn the present unpleasant experiences around the country. And I want to tell you that His Excellency Alhaji Aotiku Abubakar is going to be the president of Nigeria because I believe he is the one to move the Nigeria from a consumption economy to a production nation and to unite the country as well. Those were some supporters of the major contenders for the 2023 presidential seats. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss and Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina. We'll be going on break. Do stay. <music>
You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're looking at the challenges that are likely to be faced by the major candidates for the 2023 presidential election. Before we went on break, we had a chat with some of the supporters of the candidates who are vying for the office of the president, and they told us what gave their candidate an edge over the others. With strong forces like Tinibu and Atiku facing off, and Kwankwaso and Peter will be warming up too, what will be the deciding factor in the 2023 presidential election? I put this question to a political analyst. Uh, my name is Kavirus Itsusi from Khan. The first major challenge for now is uh, their choice for vice president uh, for all of them. Mm-hmm. Each one will now have to do his own calculations and look at the needs, uh, the strength of his own self and uh, the strength of the vice president that he will likely fill. So that is now for their first major challenge, picking someone who they will pair on their own tickets, respective tickets, that will give them an additional advantage. The second major thing is looking at their opponents. Each of them individually will have to assess his opponents and see their strengths and their weaknesses and see where he will cash in. Thirdly, they have to maybe increase on their appeal to, to the various parts of the country and each each part of the country and there is something that will add to and your own appeal or the, the, individual, the candidate's appeal from those uh, parts of the country uh, and then how they will be able to carry along uh, in, in their respective parties I mean, people that, uh, especially for the two major political parties, uh, the, the, that is APC and PDP, mm-hmm. uh, where a, a keen contest took place. And now they have to look at how they will carry, carry along uh, uh, those who they contested with uh, so that uh, to, to avoid uh, people becoming discontent and maybe working against their own political parties. So for contestants from the two major political parties, they also will have to contend with this challenge. So they have uh, lots of challenges uh, Irrespective of where they come from, irrespective of their own parties, but these are their own general challenges that they will that they will face. Okay, but let's talk about the likes of Tinibu and Atiku. Being that yes. Tinibu is a big force for the southwest, and Atiku is also pulling his own level of force in the north now. Mm. What yes. kind of running mates do you foresee them picking that would stand them a chance against each other, or give one person an edge over the other? Well, definitely he has to come from across the other, the, the other divide. That is, if we take the north and south divide of the country. Mm. Uh, for Tinubu, he has to come from the north, and for Atiku, he has to come from the south. Uh, these are the kind of people that will have added uh, to the strength of their own ticket. Uh, this is the first major uh, prediction that we will, will do, uh, so that it will add to the strength of their own tickets. Okay, but let's um, touch a bit now on Tinubu. Being that, yes. don't you think that picking his running mate from the north might be a bit dicey for him? Because picking a northern Muslim or a northern Christian, would he have an effect on his ticket? Well, I think uh, Tinubu has scaled lots of hurdles and lots of odds uh, so much so that I think uh, irrespective of where the religion of the person he picks might not really play a role uh, especially looking at the number of governors so to speak that have stood for him within his own political party and looking at his own reach well, that is nat- 
national reach. Uh, one can say that uh, I don't think um, that will play a significant role in undermining his own ticket. There are things that uh, will not really count against him. Many people thought that age and many things would have counted against him, but no, those did not count against him. Uh, so he has been, I mean, a grassroots politician, especially from 1999 when he emerged as a governor of Lagos State. Mm. To date, he has built many people and he has reached out to the various nooks and corners of the country. And I think that is what actually helped him pick the ticket. By and large, I think religion might not really play a significant role in his own choice of vice president. Now, let's talk about the likes of Kwan Kweso and um, Peter Obi. Now, yes. these are seemingly some certain level of thought force that are trying to put themselves or are putting themselves out there now. With these yes. challenges you've mentioned for the bigger parties, do these yes. supposed um, thought force that are coming up stand a chance? Would they, or are they going to face more challenges than this? Um, likely, um, one can say that uh, uh, for Konkoso, my his stronghold will be the northwest uh, and um, maybe some few other states uh, outside northwest region. And for uh, Peter B, one will say that uh, his major uh, stronghold will be the southeast and of course maybe a few other states outside the southeastern region. I think um, their challenges will be how they will be able to, to, to go beyond their own major strongholds. Mm. Uh, and that will be determined largely by who they pick as their own uh, running mates. And then secondly, of, of course, in other states who, who are fielded by their own political parties as gubernatorial candidates and also senatorial candidates, that will boost their own chances. We are seeing strong politicians uh, in Jigawa, though still it's in the northwest, but Kazina still in the northwest. But if they, that can also be replicated in other states, one will say that uh, their own national spread uh, will be enhanced by their ability to see that uh, their own parties had formidable candidates in other states outside their own major strongholds. All right, sir. Finally, now, um, let us talk about the third force, the Kwan Kweso and the Peter Obi. Now, we know that Peter Obi is pulling clout, mainly on social media, and um, a few like people are really wanting yes. to vote for him. And Kwan Kweso is also pulling his own level of clout now. Do you think yes. with the force we have, Tiku and Tinibu, with their, the force they have, do you think Nigeria stands a chance of having a stronger third force with these two? Well, uh, well, unless if uh, we, well, for now one can say that uh, these two major political parties you have mentioned have really uh, worked stronger than expected. But then since they have not come together to form one formidable force, we cannot say that we really have a third force. Okay. One can say that we have alternative political parties outside the two major political parties, which okay. is good. But if at all there will be, uh, I mean, an alliance, but I don't think uh, there is time for that. But if there will be uh, maybe some a kind of alliance, then they will have what we call a third force. So you're saying but they then, don't stand a chance? No, they stand a chance, I'm okay. saying. But their own chance will have been enhanced if they had come together. together. Uh, let us say, Konkoso, Peter, Bitiketa, what will have been, uh, I mean, something that will be more like uh, a third force. But uh, all the same, they have come stronger than expected. Uh, and then there are things that they can still do to boost their own chances. And we cannot still say that uh, or write them off uh, with just a wave of the hand. No, we have mentioned, uh, I mean, regions that are very important and key to winning elections, for example. If you look at the bank votes the, the Northwestern region provide, and this is Concourse's major stronghold, so it means you cannot just wave him off with a wave of the hand. You cannot just say that uh, cannot be able to, to do something. And it's the same thing for, for P2B, for that the whole region, southeastern region, stands by him, and he has been maybe the most visible in the social media and what have you. Uh, but then, uh, still, that does not mean that uh, the two major political parties are not the two major political parties. They are 
that's still the two major political parties. Mm-hmm. But then these two also have their own advantages and they can still boost their own chances that's depending on what they do between now to the election. That was Kabir Said Sufi, a political analyst. The race to the presidency can only get tougher from this point on. We wait and watch. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, buzzsprouts.com, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. You can even listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss and Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comment, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you could reach us via our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.